Hello and welcome to the Drink In and Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and talk about it. Hello and welcome back to Drink In and Geek Out. How is everybody? Fantastic. Doing well. Wonderful. A little booze in me. Yeah, we <laughs> Already. We were all boozing. All right, we're going to have a wonderful episode number 25. Uh, we were at the uh, a release party for a local beer today. That's right. Uh, it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, you should well, probably go check it out. We'll have an episode where we review it, so that'll be our personal reveal uh, episode as That's well. Like three episodes away. Yeah, it's yeah. a couple weeks away, uh, but we'll we'll get to it. And by that time, hopefully, he has it on tap, and it'll be just fantastic. Uh, I just wanted to start this episode with a news article that I found last week, um, April twenty first. Uh, this was posted so a week ago. Yeah, uh, this is on the website Nerd Approved, <laughs> and the uh, yes, it's Nerd News. Imagine that. <laughs> uh, the article title is "Target is Getting a Dangerous Mario Kart Makeover." Ooh. Yeah. So apparently, there are about 650 stores, give or take, around the country that are receiving a makeover. Uh, their carts as well as other things outside of the store are getting Mario Kart themed uh, like a make like overhaul yeah, yeah overhauling just make it look you know Mario Kartish so that's going to be fun but also kind of dangerous as oh, yeah. the title suggests you can sit in your cart and run around the store throwing banana peels at people yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah master my green shells everybody. Yeah, I'm awesome um, with green shells we'll, we'll get a picture we'll get a picture of this and maybe we'll edit like some banana peels everywhere uh, but these shopping carts look pretty cool they have you know uh, color themes so you can see, tell it's a Mario Kart yeah, this one is a awesome. Luigi Kart this is a Peach Kart and the the big uh, monstrosities of red balls outside of Target are actually going to be covered with faces and the two right here on this picture is uh, Mario and Luigi so uh, I'm pretty stoked about yeah, this so they kind of look like big beach awesome. balls right and so you're probably wondering why uh, it's because the Mario Kart 8 is being released for the Nintendo Switch um, today or yesterday. I don't know. I'm not following up on the... Yeah, I don't know when that comes out. Uh, yeah, it's sure. the 28th. I keep seeing it advertised. But... I think I think the article said the 28th. I don't follow the Switch, so I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, none of us own the Switch, so there's like no need to know what's coming out. Yeah. So if it's 28th, it came out yesterday. Oh, whoops. Who knew? But <laughs> I don't have a Switch because, yeah, I'm waiting for Gen 2. Uh, but they're doing this, so hopefully you're able to check it out. If you haven't, find a Target near you that hopefully has one. I do it around here. Yeah, yeah. They, I was going to say, did they list the stores or they just said 600 just the throughout the country? Yeah. And they said they did the same thing, like a similar promotion or something, you know, like the same with the Pokemon Go, but we didn't have anything no, like that around here. we didn't have that. No. So... So there you go. Check out Target. I know there's a lot of people who love Target. I love uh, it. Yeah, fan- Target's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe coming oh, Mario out. Mario Kart also, so good collabo. Yeah, so uh, don't play Drunk Driver <laughs> in the Target. Do some jackass shit with the carts. <laughs> no promises. No. I've promises. seen uh, Scott's Grocery before, they, before Kroger took over, had done something really generic with... Uh, their cards put just like race cars at the bottom. Oh yeah, um, those little plastic, things. little plastic yeah. race cars. Kind of the cool. kids could sit underneath the grocery cart and not get to pretend like they're driving the race car. Um, but it was just very generic. It was nothing specific. Uh, this is something real specific. Yeah. But it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it advertises something else. 
yeah, it's like pretty cool, like collaboration between Target and Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, what what are we doing today? Just drinking, or we have some plans? Well, we'll do some of that later. But first, we're doing this thing. It's called the Summer Movie Wager. They've been doing it on the Slash Film website for about ten years now, and I thought it'd be a good thing for us to try between the four of us and see who's better at guessing. Like what the highest rated or grossing movie will be this coming summer. Hmm. Um, so here is kind of like the rules. The object is to pick the films that you think will be the top ten grossing films this summer in order of box office performance. That means only films released from May 1st through Labor Day weekend, which is September 4th this year, counting only the money that is made domestically, which includes U.S. and Canada. In other words, films from March or April that might be making money through May and June, those don't count. They have to be released in May. Mm-hmm. And also, films uh, may be making money overseas during that time, and that doesn't count either. So it's just U.S. and Canada. Um, and also, movies that come out in May or June might be making money, money in September, but that doesn't count either, because the cutoff is September 4th. Wait, so like Gar- uh, Thor Ragnarok is... <laughs> well, that doesn't come out till November. <laughs> Off the list. But, <laughs> but if a movie comes out like August 20th, it's most likely not going to make it high on this list because they've only got two weeks to make money as opposed to Guardians of the Galaxy, which comes out the beginning of the summer. So some strategy comes in there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be getting our uh, box office numbers from Box Office Mojo, so you can follow along that way. And um, what does it say? So what we're going to do is figure out the 10 films that make the most money and put them in order that you think will make the most money at the box office. But in, in addition to the top 10, you will pick three Dark Horses films that might make the top 10, but you're not super confident in where they'll fall or if they'll make it. So those will be like a separate little mm-hmm. guess there. And the scoring will be go like this. Getting number 1 through 10 dead on gets you 13 points. The rest of the scoring will be 10 points for numbers 2 through 9 dead on, 7 points if you pick your pick was one spot away, so if you guessed it was going to be number 1 and it came actually number 2, uh, 5 points if it's 2 spots away, 3 points if it is anywhere in the top 10, doesn't matter how far away you are, if it's more than 3 spots away, and 1 point for each of the dark horse, the 3 dark horse picks. Uh, the scoring will be tabulated so that you get the single highest point value for each point. That is, if you get number 10 right, you don't get 13 points plus 3 points. Just made the list. You just get the, the highest point. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So the list Players is going to be pretty fluid all summer. Yeah. Until we, yeah. Get to like the, until we get to September and then it's kind of just kind of final, you know, even out. There. Yeah, so throughout the summer we'll check in, see where people are standing. And then at the end of the summer, in September, we'll get the final results. Okay, cool. Cool. But right now, we'll just start and talk about our three Dark Horse picks, and then we'll go down the list through 10 through number 1 and see what you guys are thinking. And then you'll be able to see our list on uh, probably Instagram and our Facebook and stuff like that if you want to follow. 
now that we had our little bit of time to uh, elaborate and discuss, you know, our dark horse picks, I think I, I'll throw out my dark horse picks, and uh, we can leave the commentary and the, the hateful comments to a minimum. That would be nice. Um, I definitely wrote that down wrong. Didn't want that one. There we go. All right, so my very first Dark Horse, because I'm just reading them from top to bottom, would be Baywatch. Oh, okay. uh, remakes. People like remakes. Uh, and, you know, chicks are hotter now than they were 20, 30, 500 years ago. <laughs> uh, other Dark Horse, because I don't think it's going to do as well as the other ones. Uh, Transformers. Oh, really? The Last Night. Oh, yeah, I just, I, it's... It's potential top ten, but I just you know, I'm not sure about yeah, it. Tough placement. It, it's it's really tough placement. Yeah, it's like the fifth one now, so yeah, it's like, kind of hard to say. Again, 500 years ago, and then the 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 third movie of sets usually don't do as well. So I have Despicable Me as a dark horse as well. Really? Yeah, I just I'm not too sure. They went away with you know having the kids and like in the first one didn't bring them in for the second one. The kids are in the Minions they're not in. The kids are in the second one, though. Are they in there? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Terrible, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Third movies, are they're never the best. They make fun of them in every single yeah, movie. They're like, it's always the worst in the trilogy. Yeah, so those are my three Dark Horses. They could make money. It's just I'm, I'm iffy about them. Pale, what do you got? Well, my first one I got, um, Alien Covenant. Okay. Um, I know the Alien franchise has been pretty big for... 30 years now but with it being the fifth the fourth or fifth installment it's the fifth alien movie but Prometheus is technically an alien movie so it's the sixth sixth okay with that being said I just not sure how like you know we're in a it's a different generation yeah. of people so who's really gonna be super excited but there's potential my second one is 47 meters down I almost put that on my list. There's been some buzz around that. The only reason because of the movie from last year, the uh, Shallows. Yeah. The Shallows with uh, Ryan Ray, Reynolds' wife. Or, Ray Larson is that who's in that? Oh no! It's, uh, I don't remember her name. It starts with a B, though. No, oh, so I'm wrong. But it's no. <laughs> it's uh. But anyways, there was it revolved around a shark. Uh, she had. Anyways, it was. Pretty, it was an intense kind of thriller. I see that in this movie, in 47 yeah. Meters Down, another, like, scary thriller that maybe teenagers would really get behind. And then my third one is The Dark Tower. Yeah, I thought about that one, too. Because of how popular the book was. Mm-hmm. I don't know how critics are going to respond to it. I just wasn't confident enough to put it in yeah. top ten. Because of how late the movie comes out. And they keep right. pushing it and moving it around. It hasn't really yeah. had a solid date. I don't think there's been a trailer out yet. So no. it's kind of hard to judge. Yeah, so that was my thing. It's just hard to judge it, and it comes out, you know, early August. There's not much time there to rack up, you know, money. So those are, those are my three. Cool. Okay. My three, I'll just pick up right where you left off. <laughs> I did have Dark Tower. Okay. I know a little bit of the cult following behind that. That book has been out for, or that series has been out for a long time, yeah. and people have always wanted a movie. So I have a feeling... There will be a huge following to show up, maybe the first day, but if it's really shitty, then, <laughs> you know, it'll probably trail off, but yeah, maybe exactly. just enough. Um, so, Dark Tower, and then I had, I'm going to scroll through here, I put <laughs> King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. 
I had in there as one. I thought about that too. Just, just maybe. It comes I mean, out early enough in it's the summer. Not, it's not traditional enough to the story, which is kind of like, I'm like, eh, I like history. And then when they try to, you know, make it all Hollywood bullshit. <laughs> Um, and then the other one I put, which I have a feeling may make your guys' top ten, but it didn't make mine, uh, The War of the Planet of the Apes, because I just thought, how many movies of these freaking monkeys do we need? Right. Um, I think it's kind of run its course already. I've lost interest in it, but then again, I'm not a big movie person to begin with, <laughs> so those are my three. All right. Uh, mine starts with The Mummy, uh, Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. so you usually expect it to make the, uh, in the top ten, but it's also... We've had those Brendan Fraser movies already, so... You can't top those in my book. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so Especially like, not Tom I don't know Cruise. if people might just stick, stay away from them because they already saw The Mummy, but... And they, like, so, changed the story. Yeah, like, it, mm-hmm. so much. it's more like a modern-day take on it. I don't know. It could or couldn't. I couldn't decide. Could go either way. Yeah. And then Atomic Blonde is my other one, which basically looks like Jane Wick or <laughs> John Wick with Lady. Um... And John Wick was just like a surprise hit, so maybe this will be too. It's hard to say, since it's like an original property. There's nothing to really base it on. Right. And then my other one was Dunkirk, which is the new Christopher Nolan movie. Uh, All of his movies have seemed to make a lot of money, so I wouldn't be surprised if this broke the top ten, but I also haven't seen much about it, and I don't really know that much about it. But I've seen a lot of promos for it. Yeah. It's like a, it's a war film. Yeah. yeah. So you're not really sure. Like, Just a, yeah, another people, war film. War, yeah, another war film. And my, my take on it. But. It's like Interstellar. I wasn't that made a lot of money, and I wasn't really expecting it to. You, but exactly. Just with Christopher Nolan's name on it, it, usually tends to. So that's why that's on there. So we want our top ten. Top ten. I'll just start my top ten, and then we'll. Okay. Uh, Alien Covenant was my number ten, just because it actually looks really cool, and I know Prometheus didn't do the best, so. I don't know if this one will or not, but based on the trailer alone, I would thought it might bring people into theater, and it's like the mm-hmm. only kind of like more horror movie on my list, so I had to throw that one on there and just yeah, it'll bring in a different crowd. And, yeah, so that's my number ten. All right, my number ten is Wonder Woman. Um, I think it will do really well, but also fall short yeah. because we, for whatever reason, have this issue with female superheroes yeah. mm-hmm. Target is slowly making Wonder Woman dolls but they're really just Barbies <laughs> <laughs> I mean I mean, they're, they're just like I don't want to say Target's to blame but there's just like toy manufacturers yeah. don't make female dolls or any, or actor figures, actor figures yeah. so because boys don't are afraid to play with them yeah so, so I, I feel play, buy them for your, their sons right there's going to be p- plenty of people going to see it but it, it's just not going to be as powerful because you know the whole uh, women power. Struggle. Plus, the DC movies don't have a great track record at yeah. this point anyway, so people may be turned off already. Right. True. Yep, this is also true. Yeah. Well, my number ten, I had War for the Planet of the Apes. I um, had to sneak it in there in the top ten. I was kind of debating if it should be a dark horse. I think it's the it's the final movie isn't it the, for now for, for now until, until they decide yeah. to make another one until don't, they go don't keep fast and furious on it. <laughs> so i i think i think it'll do fairly well but i just I, not any higher than 10 yeah so that's mine okay 
My number 10 was Transformers, The Last Night. That's where I put that. Again, <laughs> I don't know how many there are. I stopped watching after the third one, but I'm like, yeah. there's still some following there that I think... Yeah. Yeah, it's on my list, but it, I wasn't sure where to make, put it because usually China is where they make most of their money, mm-hmm. and we're not counting that. We're just domestic. True. Very so true. it's... It, I didn't look into it that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith, what's your number nine? Number nine, I had Alien Covenant. Four reasons already. So yeah, we'll just don't keep, going. keep going with that. Uh, my number nine is Baywatch, uh, just because I don't have a comedy on my list really, and based on Twenty One Jump Street numbers, I kind of went because it kind of looks similar to that yeah, movie. Yeah, it does. And yeah. that did it pretty well at the box office. So yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, so. The Rock's in it. So it's oh, going to yeah. be huge. Definitely people. Zach Efron, like he's yeah, he's one of the, hottest. Yeah, the neighbor, <laughs> neighbors, whatever. The first one made a lot of money. So yeah, just based on those things, I figured this there's a good chance this will make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Cars three, because the trailer so far just hype it up so yeah. much. Mm-hmm. And those movies are always make a ton of yeah. money. Yep. I just don't think it's going to be that much. Like I said, because it's I, the third know, one. Because it's the third one. Yeah. Uh, number nine, I have Dunkirk. Because mm-hmm. Christopher Nolan, like Saf talked about, his movies do really well. I'm sure he has a little fan base for himself. It doesn't matter what kind of movie it yeah. is. Everybody's going to see it. Everybody's going to see it. He does really good movies. So I I think it's going to be in that top ten. Go through number eight. Uh, number eight, Transformers, The Last Night. Again, I, it's going to sneak in there. I, I just have a feeling. Not too high. Uh, people... Are probably still kind of behind it, like the Transformer big fans. Yeah, the people that just like to see just things smash, the things smash, mm-hmm. the special <laughs> effects. All right, my number eight, I had Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Oh. Just coming from a teacher standpoint, that book is very, very, very popular. So I figured summer movie, kids, maybe they'll go see it. I don't know what the other one did. The other one came out. They didn't do that great. That's why I left this one off. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't know how well they did, but I figured, eh, maybe enough of a following. It comes out pretty early. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it could. It it could definitely. If it's good enough. I haven't really looked into it because I just wasn't interested. (laughs) Uh, My number eight is Cars 3, basically what Dustin said. I figure kids are going to go see this, but... I put Despicable Me ahead of it, which you'll find out. So I figured Despicable Me will probably do better than Cars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My number eight is the Valerian in the city of a thousand mm. planets. The CGI work is fantastic. They built an entire city just for this, and it screams out uh, Avatar in some of the oh, scenes. Oh, really? I haven't looked into yeah, this one at all. The trailer was just released, and it's pretty good. The top comment on YouTube for that is. Hey, it looks like someone tried to make a uh, Jupiter Rising remake, <laughs> <Quite> good. <laughs> uh, but accidentally made a good movie. <laughs> so it's going to be up there, I think. Uh, I think number eight for me. I think by the sounds of it, it sounded like a Hunger Games or something like yeah, d- I, like a YA movie. So I don't know. I probably won't see it, but it's there. Uh, number seven, uh, Alien Covenant. Pass. Okay. <laughs> We've already spoken about that four or five times. Uh, number seven, I have King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Mm-hmm. Just a couple reasons. Um, one, I think women drool over Charlie Hunnam, Sons of Anarchy. Um, two, <laughs> two, it's kind of a medieval type of movie. I think Game of Thrones fans will might uh, 
cling on to this movie. And three, it's comes out pretty early. It's got plenty of time yeah. to make movie or make money. Make movies. Make, make movies. <laughs> <laughs> plenty of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> so that's why I think it's gonna be in that top ten. There's just been so many King Arthur movies already. That's why I yeah. left it off. Of... All right, my number seven. I had Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Men Tell No Tales. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's run its course. This hopefully is the last one, but I don't know. I've I've been pretty hyped from the previews I've seen of this one. The first trailer looked really good. I guess there was a new trailer that made it look kind of it like spoiled it spoiled some things. So I didn't yeah. watch that trailer just in case I wanted to see it. Well, it was just a lot of dead people, and it's <laughs> from the title, which is I think. I saw a string of promos together on YouTube or something mm-hmm. like that. But, I don't know. I think it'll do pretty well. It's on my list, too. Um, number seven on mine is Wonder Woman. Up until a couple days ago, I had it at number four. But then I was just thinking about it. I was like, there's no way. Just I watched Suicide Squad the other day. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I was like, no. The, and, like, I don't know. I haven't really been into the trailers for this movie. And I didn't like the Batman-Superman movie. So, I don't think it's going to do that great but it'll probably still make enough money just because it's a comic book movie to make the top 10 yeah my turn we're on to six number six all right uh number six uh war of the planet of the apes uh i really like this trailer and i really like the first two movies and based like on all the craig buzz it's getting a lot of high praise from like the early people that have seen it so okay i have good feelings about this movie so i feel like it's gonna almost break the top five but number six for me I have King Arthur. Um, I thought the trailer was pretty good, at least. It does kind of look. I mean, it looks pretty fantastic. And there's movies out there that are very similar to Changing History, like the Noah movie with Russell Mm Crowe and the God in Egypt, whatever, the Exodus movie with... uh, um, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. I was like, that, that boy from, you know, like, the new Batman. boys. The new boys. <laughs> the, new, yeah. the newsies. The newsies. <laughs> I'm not talking about the newsies. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, six. And, you know, the heartthrob that should have been in Fifty Shades of Grey, but is not <laughs> Charlie Conan or whatever the hell his name is. I don't watch Sons of Anarchy, so I have no fucking clue who he is. <laughs> All I know, he's got washboard abs, and he's like, oh, I talk like this. He's a heartthrob. He was in Pacific Rim. That's the only thing I've ever seen him in. <sighs> I didn't watch that shit either. I, it's fun. It's stupid, but it's fun. He's your, like, uh, typical, like, bad TV bad boy. You mean bad TV bad boy? <laughs> bad, t- bad TV bad boy. Bad TV? <laughs> <laughs> Number six, I had Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead Man Tell No Tales. Uh, I think that the um, fans, I don't know, they haven't had a movie. It's been a while. It's been a while. It comes out pretty early. There's, I think it's going to get in there, number six. Okay, I'm going out there for number six, so bear with me. Mm -mm. You all know my background. Captain Underpants, the first (laughs) epic movie. (laughs) That was so close to my list, but I don't know anything about those books. That was a surprise. Those books have been around for so long, and kids have been reading them, and I just have a feeling since it's the first movie, because they've been out a long time, so probably kids, even up into teenage years, will be probably clamoring to go see this. Yeah, I know my six-year-old nephew is definitely looking forward to seeing it, because he loves the books, but... It's been out for a long time that I'm thinking there's enough of a fan base there mm-hmm. that at least they'll go see it. Yeah. That almost was my dark horse, but didn't quite make it. Again, going to the kids' theme, I put Cars 3. It's a good one. 
Yeah, I would not be surprised. I I see that definitely. It's just yeah, I, you know, I know that whole thing with the three series, but for kids, I mean. And they all saw the Planes movie. They've all saw the Planes. They've all seen the same thing. I mean, they'll sit there and watch the same freaking episode on Netflix 15 times and be like, hey, hey I love it. Mm-hmm. So I, Go to the it's all the same to them. Cars a bunch of yeah. times. All right, number five for me is the new Pirates movie. Uh, like Paul was saying, it's been a while since we've seen one of those. And I think this actually brings back, like, the what's-her-name and what's-his-face from the first trilogy. I don't know, Blue Moon. Yeah. Uh, uh, Keira Knightley. I don't know if Keira's in it, but I know... Bloom is. I think they're both. They're, they're both. They're both in it. Yeah. For it. Yeah. So I feel like people might come to see those new those characters come back, and I don't know. Those movies have always been huge at the box office. And the villain looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think number five is probably a good spot for that. Yeah. My number five is everything. Everything. I don't know what that is. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it interesting. Yeah, I... Uh, I Wild pick there. I, I picked the ten films, and then I did a little Google search on AMDB for popular movie trailers, uh, and everything everything was on that top ten list. I was like... Sure. So, didn't watch Try the trailer. Should have. Don't know what it's about. Don't know what it's about. It might be a chick flick. It sounds like a chick flick, and there aren't many chick flicks on That's here. That's true. They could... Very true. Good point. So, yeah, number five. May not, be, may not even be number five. But <laughs> hey, it'll be awesome if it, if yeah, it if hits you the do, top ten. You win if that makes it. Yeah, because we don't have any of them. <laughs> no, no, no. My number five, Spider-Man Homecoming. Because Marvel, mm-hmm. basically. I think I think they're finally going to get a good Spider-Man movie together because of the MCU yeah. backing it. They've already teased him. I mean, he's, he's in, in Civil War. Civil War. He's in Civil War. We already seen him. He's a. He seems like a good like actor. Yeah. I mean, he's a little. He's more interesting than the other people. He's that more likable. More likable. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's a good spot. You again? Oh, number four, One Roman. Uh. So. What's <laughs> <it's> so funny? What's <laughs> <It's> so funny? <laughs> it wasn't. That wasn't a laugh year, it was like a four. <laughs> well, I think uh, as bad as the DCEU has been, I think this one might kind of right the ship a little bit. I would agree. We can hope. Because. I guess I haven't said it yet, so you're yeah. all yeah, we know shit you're just... on me in a few minutes here. <laughs> you're not higher than you. But I just think, yeah, I'd, I think it's like um, not too much going on. It's a pretty, it seems like a pretty well done story and the trailer looked pretty good I think it'll be good standalone people, good standalone. people liked her mm-hmm. in the Batman vs. Superman yep. for as small as role she had but people seemed to enjoy it on four I went with Despicable Me 3 mm-hmm. um, just because of the success of the other ones but um, with minions and everything that never seemed to oh, die down yep. this one actually looked pretty good I saw the trailer for it I think it'll be pretty funny it's got one of the South Park people as the villain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Trey Parker. Uh, number four for me is the Transformers. Uh, I didn't think the last, the fourth one was going to make very much money, and it still made billions of dollars, so I figure what's going to stop this one from making just as much money? Yeah. I don't care. I didn't like any of them so far, so. <laughs> but people seem to like them. Yeah, it's still a pretty big franchise there. And my number four would be Spidey. Um, 
it's a I think it's a bit of a gamble, especially since the Andrew Garfield two movies didn't do that yeah. well. And they're not even that old, really. Yeah, so it's kind of a stretch, but I feel that Marvel's taking the reins. That Magic Marvel touch. Yep. Yeah, definitely will help out. Because Sony can't make a movie. To save his life. <laughs> no, <they> <laughs> um, my number three, uh, this one will probably get a, a sneer or so, but I put The Mummy. Um, hmm. Tom I, Cruise. I, would, I could see it. Tom Cruise has this ability to get people to go watch his movies. But nobody saw like, Jack Reacher. Uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's the only reason. I, I quit! <laughs> that's the only reason I was How like... Many it, was, it was in that list that nobody saw Jack Reacher, so it dropped right out. Because I was like, well, if, yeah. if he's not enough to get people to see a sequel to one of his movies, how is he going to bring in this new franchise? <laughs> Everybody keeps sleeping Scientology, so there's not enough people to go into Scientology. <laughs> but no, I think it could make the top ten. I could... <laughs> But it, I was just too scared to pick it. Three's a little high. <laughs> I was definitely scared to pick it. Uh, number three, I had Despicable Me three. Me too. Because just to get that out of the way. yeah, I mean, <laughs> the other two have been so fantastic, and uh, the kids are gonna they're gonna see it. I think the trailer looks awesome. And to minion, be honest. minions are everywhere. Like, minions are they're so on everywhere. Freaking everything you buy at the grocery store, like bananas or fruit snacks, cereal, they're everywhere. You can't yep. get away from them. I thought in that trailer, that little dance-off that uh, Groot or Root or whatever <laughs> Groot Gru had. With I am Groot. I am Groot. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I'll probably see it eventually. Yeah, I will too. All right, number three for me, I had Wonder Woman. <laughs> for reasons. I don't know. I've watched the trailer. I think, it, it like I said, it would be a good standalone, that there's enough people, like you said, that really enjoyed her and the other mm-hmm. one that just... You know, there won't be a Batman theme. I mean, her story's new. It's never been done. It's not not another Superman. It's not another Batman. It's something new, and they kind of enjoyed her in that. So I'm thinking this may be the one for DC. And it's like a period piece, too. Yeah, it's back in time, so it's kind of cool. Kind of like that um, uh, Agent Carter stuff with that uh, tank. First Captain America movie. Yeah. Uh, Number three, I said Spickle Me 3. Don't need to go into that. Uh, Number two is my Spider-Man Homecoming I feel like that's going to, just based on Iron Man being in the trailer, I think people are going to go see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really all they needed. And you're getting butts in seats with Tony Stark. Yep. yep. That's all it takes. <laughs> Absolutely. My number two is Pirates. I'm probably going to see that two or three times myself. <laughs> I just didn't like the last two. Yeah, well, Allison and I are huge fans. We watch it all the time. I have the Blu-rays of all of them. Yeah. So. Like, I love the first two, then... They lost me with the third one. Yeah, I would have picked it first, but there's another movie on yeah. here that's more <laughs> worth it that we all picked. <laughs> so my number two, yeah. Cars three. Yep. Because, yeah, it's been several years since we've had Cars two. I think. I don't know. I think just the kids. Kids love those. Movies. Kids love they those do. movies. Like Pixar is so big. I just. I had to, that was a good spot for it. I, thought. I think the release date is why I put it low. It's like a week before Spickle Me Three, or a week after. Yeah, it's like early July. Yeah, they're like so close together. I think Spickle Me is gonna it's a couple just, weeks apart. Yeah. Just gonna shut it out. Yeah, that could happen. <laughs> had me scared at first. <laughs> My number two, I had Spider Man Homecoming for the same reasons. You put Tony Stark in there, and it's like, yeah, it. I, I have a feeling it's, this one's going to take off. So Yeah. And, like, the first original Spider-Man was a huge movie, so 
Yeah. I think this is going to go back to that. Hopefully. And For do both we, of us. <laughs> do we want to say number one at the same time? Yeah, I think so. Do we have that hand-holding music? <laughs> we hold hands when we do this? Oh, uh, let, me, let me pull it back. Yeah, Megan Levy. Oh, wait. <laughs> Valerium. <laughs> Megan Levy. <laughs> I remember seeing that when I was looking at the movies. <laughs> Damn it. I really Hold on, let me... I don't remember which sound it is. Annabelle 2. <laughs> Rough Night? Yes. Rough Night, I almost put on the list. That was my... Dark Horse. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy. Galaxy. Volume, Volume two. two. Volume two. <laughs> Hand holding gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, uh, I think it's a unanimous decision here, but Guardians 2 trailer probably is the best Marvel trailer mm-hmm. to date. Mm-hmm. Um, and Groot's back. Groot, baby Groot. Baby Groot. Got everybody creaming their jeans. Um, Yep, yep, and yep. Kurt Russell's in it, and all right. So, wrong dead. The way, yeah, we're not gonna really discuss it. Good job. We've talked about. We'll Guardians. talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it later. when it comes yeah. out. We'll review it. But all right. So a little bit about our picks. Uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. There was only one person who wanted that one. <laughs> everything, everything. Only one person wanted that one. Uh, Baywatch. Only one person wanted that one. Plus a dark horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain Underpants, only one person there. Uh, only one person who's a dark horse for 47 meters down. And then we have Valerian, only one person wanting that one. Uh, Atomic Blonde is only a dark horse. We have a couple dark horses for the Dark Tower. And then down at the bottom of the list, not really much love for Nutjob 2. Or <laughs> So yeah, we, we got a pretty diverse list going. So yeah, we do. It we looks, we all had a couple ones that would that we picked that should set us apart. From yeah, us. Exactly. make or breaks. Yeah, we all know that Keith likes children movies. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Working with them, I know the way they think and what they do and how they don't have lives and, and how they have a entertainment of, business yeah. rules everything. During the summer, that's all they have to that's do. That's all is they have to go do. Go to the movies. Like that's why parent, I don't see movies because I don't want to see that. If anymore. a parent can take a kid to a movie, they're gonna do that like yeah. nine times out of ten, yep. or drop them off and say, yep. "Yep, go stay, watch several, go watch the new Guardians movie." Actually, your parent probably go with you to see that. Yeah. We'll check back in on that in a, about four or five episodes and see mm-hmm. where we're sitting. Yep. Yeah, we can bite our nails or mm-hmm. cheer for joy. Yeah. You want to see Keith's other 45 rankings? Oh, God. <laughs> you, I can't believe you went, went to 45. Like, I just sit there and I look and go, one. What's dude? <laughs> What's number 45 on your list? <laughs> when Megan I was at the bottom, I Megan, Le- Megan Levy. <laughs> Megan Levy's 45. Villa Capri, whatever that is. Oh, uh, is that that's the one you know? No, no, that's I think Villa Capri. Villa Capri is down at the very bottom. Oh, uh, no, there's the Valeria. Logan Valeria. Lucky, Polaroid, those last, and Cadaver, yeah. it comes at night. I'm like, what the fuck are these? <laughs> like 40 through 45. <laughs> right. All right, then. Uh, so, yeah, we'll check up on this, and... Uh, in the meantime, we'll have some beer. Oh, please, I'm parched. I'm thirsty. <laughs> had a beer in a long time. It's been an hour? <laughs> hour? Well, we talked about movies? All right, I'll go get them. <laughs> For our in beer, we have ourselves a beer from Columbus, Indiana. Uh, they hail from the 450 North 
Brewing Company. I'm assuming they're on 450 North, like road. That is, would be my guess. Because as I was make talking, the most sense. <laughs> right? I remember who I was talking to. It was off the podcast. They just don't have that like creative of a name these days. <laughs> I'm in Harlem, so I'm the Harlem Brewing Company. <laughs> Maybe it was on the podcast. Fuck Harlem Brewing Company. <laughs> They're not a business, right? Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, so I found a little bit about us. There isn't a whole lot on the website for them. Uh, but it says owners David and Brenda Simmons. Or Simons? Simons. Simmons? Simones. Simone. Okay. So there we go. Celebrated the second anniversary of the restaurant this September. The brewery continues to expand its beer menu and has recently begun offering their most popular brews in cans. Uh, available, available, increasing in Indiana retail outlets. The brewery company is a beer pub with full-service restaurant. They have a 10-barrel brew house uh, manufactured in Oregon, produce the mash and wort necessary to make the beer, and then they make it here. Uh, it seems like they brew every day. A little icon that says they brew every day. And they have different styles, from a light wheat beer to a dark stout, uh, and it's produced in their 10 barrel brew house where you can pour a pint and buy a growler to take home. I think they also have a winery there too. Mm. And that's where they had yes. that, that corn maze. That corn thing. maze. They had a first annual thing. Yeah, we thought about going to that last year. It's like a corn maze beer tasting. So you'd go through the maze and stop and drink. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. That, that's at that place. Um, but the beer we have is the Copperhead Amber Belgian Style Ale. It is a, according to their little blurb, a toasty biscuit-like malt flavors coasting in equilibrium with hoppy freshness while carbonation and light sweetness finish clean on your palate. Uh, Vienna and Munich malts are used to brew this American-style ale. Or Belgian-style ale, but this is American-style ale. (laughs) Okay. Belgian American? Uh, it's a 5.2 ABV. Um, 18. 18 IBUs. And 11.2 SRM. I don't know what that means, but it says it. It's a new term, I think. I meant to look it up, but I did not. To the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drinking his beer. Salty rich malts. <laughs> Salty rich malts. <laughs> <laughs> Just so everyone knows, our uh, podcast mascot is back. Spock is here trying to drink Dustin's beer. Yeah. He wants to. Look, he's so excited. <laughs> he's going. Oh, he, he got some. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> How was it? He's licking his lips. <laughs> he's thinking about a rating right now. All right. Uh, so the can oh, yeah. is... It's like a pink. There's some scales. Uh, Copperhead like snake scales. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Their logo is nice. I mean, I figured 450 North is like, it's a, like a road sign. A road sign. Imagine that. Um, it's like a brown with like a pink. I don't yeah. know. Um, brewed locally. Rich smooth. A map. Brewed with four malts for a rich smooth flavor. Little street sign on the side that says that. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Not a bad looking can. No, I mean, not bad. It is kind of 
bland. It is. Yeah. Um, and I guess it will stand out if you look at like you know like Triton's mm-hmm. black can with the logo. This is definitely like opposite. It's a little, it's a little kind of brighter. Yeah. With the pink and the yellows and the, and the coppers. It it pops a little bit, but it's still like subtle mm-hmm. at the same time. It's fine. Let's look the beer. Copperish color. Definitely. Imagine that. A little amber. Can't really see the color. Oh, yeah. You got, <laughs> I got a bad glass. <laughs> Your Batman pants are in there. <laughs> My Batman pants. Blocking That's why I gave you that glass. Thick <laughs> uh, I got a decent rim around the top. Yeah, there's a nice like layer. Looks kind of creamy. Carbonated. You can smell it. Smell it smells cream. like an amber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, yeah. Creamy ambers. So so this is sweet. Cranberries. Yeah. yeah. This is an amber ale, but Beer Snobs calls it a pale ale. I don't believe that for a minute. Mm-hmm. But it definitely smells like a creamy amber. Yes. Yep. It's like the best of both worlds. Let's give it a little sipper. Quite smooth. Very smooth. I can taste the biscuits. Oh, yeah. The biscuity. Toasty. Toasty. Toasty um, malty. It is an amber. I'll give him that. But I've tasted many American ambers, and this kind of tastes like that. Like, I guess most of those American ambers are trying to match the Belgian style. But very similar. Yeah, there's nothing too shocking about it. It's a little maybe hoppier than mm-hmm. your, your typical amber. Right. I wouldn't be mad about drinking this. Mm-hmm. Very smooth. Mm-hmm. Very creamy. Mm-hmm. A little more creamy than I had anticipated. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of like caramely. Oh, caramely. Yeah. Yeah, like on the cream, like. Maybe else getting a yeah. tad bitter aftertaste. Yeah, there's some bitterness. Yeah. Little, but I like. I would say that creamy than, punch at the beginning. Yeah. Not so much a punch, but that creamy taste at the beginning, and then it's like a little bitter. Yeah. 18. It's not it's, bad. it's a little bit more bitter than 18, I would say. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say 18 seems a little low. Well, this person right here, uh, the top comment right here says, uh, taste of brown sugar, bread, bitter hops, which is kind of mild. I don't get anything that reminds me of a Belgian style, but it's a decent amber. So basically what Keith was saying yeah. and what <laughs> I was just saying. So. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I wouldn't mind drinking some more of these. It's not a style we've had on the show a lot, the ambers. I'll probably ask my friend who lives in the area to get me a growler. <laughs> this is Columbus, Indiana or Ohio? Indiana. Indiana. Oh, okay. It's in beer. It's in beer. Welcome to oh, the, yeah. the Drink Welcome In Geek Out <laughs> Podcast. This is Pale's first episode. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm usually just a guest. I check myself out. The in beers are brute beers made in Indiana. The oh, out beers. That's the oh. premise of our whole show. <laughs> oh, wait. I thought that just meant like uh, like drinking. <laughs> you know, we're, we're drinking and we're geeking out. I didn't, I didn't get to play on words there. Uh, nice of you to join us. All right. Are well, you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? We're twenty five episodes. <laughs> it, it takes me a long time to figure things out. <laughs> we were too subtle okay. with our title. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm on the same page now. I'm Good. <laughs> yeah. This is in Indiana. It's. Um, close to Indianapolis, since uh, southeast of Indianapolis, off of seven or not off of, but you can get there from seventy four. So it was yeah, right um, between where two. we turned to go to for Kyle's wedding. 
this was the opposite direction, I believe. If I remember yeah. correctly, they were further we were, down. We were thinking we about going, going there. there. Yeah. Okay. Yep, good stuff. Um, not many ratings anywhere. It must be fairly new or not widely known about beer. Yeah, I have a bro score of 80, which is good. There's no BA score. They're waiting for 10 reviews. We're kind of low on reviews right now. There have been 19 ratings, and they give it a 3.6. So, it's not, I mean, yeah. There's only nine ratings on rate beer, so there's not much to go off of there. <laughs> but Spock seems to enjoy it. He wants more. Talk about Any, how many on untapped. What do we got there? Anything? Uh, 729 ratings, a 3.46. 3.46. Not, not too shabby. Yeah, the images match up, so yeah. I'll just go with that Different one. name. They must have changed it recently, I'm guessing. Uh, top comment does not quite taste uh, as it's having it at the brewery. So I might actually have been here to this brewery. Mm. It's starting to sound familiar. And then I was down in Greensburg, we went over to this restaurant. So. I wonder. There's a way on Untapped to see if you've had something there before. Yeah, but this is before I... Right. You know, technology. They might have been at one of the tastings. It's possible. Yeah, I just did your very basic three and a half caps for this. Um, basically, looking at it, yeah, I'll drink it again. Am I getting myself, uh, you know, am I looking specifically for it? No. Probably not. Is my friends in the area. If he's going to be in Columbus, I'll say, hey, you're going to go to 450, pick me up a growler, you know? Uh, will I get this one? I don't know. I'll tell him to surprise me. But <laughs> if he gets it, I wouldn't be mad, you know? Yeah, won't no, be disappointed. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I can drink, I it, drink it again, for sure. I gave it a three and a half also. Um, it's a pretty much a basic beer, nothing too special about it, but it's it goes down very smooth, and it, it's not something I would throw away. I would probably come back to it again if I was in the area. Three and a half for me. Uh oh. Should I get this ready? Uh, for. <laughs> uh oh. No. Um, it'd be a good summer beer. It just came out. I would drink mm -hmm. this during the summer. It's light enough. I mean, it's not too heavy. Easy drinking. Could definitely slam quite a few of these. Mm -hmm. Nothing special, but. No. So we don't have a whole a hand holding club here. Oh, dang I went 3.25. But, um, so. <laughs> If you were gonna three, I was expecting. I give it a four. <laughs> yeah, I based based upon the can alone. <laughs> yeah, but it was. It's not a bad you to drink. I just might have preferred a little bit more uh, hops, to be honest, mm -hmm. because Fair enough. I don't know. I, I think they could have come tone it down a little bit on the cream, add a little more hops. That's my only give it a little bit negative. different taste. Yeah, you would think if it's called Copperhead, I'm thinking snake. Maybe it's got some type of yeah, bite to it. Maybe some kind like, of this is just bite. very smooth, easy like garter snake. Not garter snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, I, I'm gonna die, Copperhead. Here's the bite of a shot of tequila in it or something. I don't know. Must have went copper just because because it's kind of a bronzy color. Yeah. But not. I, I'd recommend it. I guess. I would say try it. Yeah. Try it. Absolutely. Sure. Definitely. Let's go to out. Alright, now we're going to move on to our out portion. Paul, this is where we have a beer from outside of Indiana. Okay. <laughs> I kind of had an idea. Getting just, you caught up here. <laughs> wasn't for sure. You mean to tell me this entire time? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Guys, I, I didn't want to look stupid. 
So I just kind of just follow along. Follow along. I don't ask questions. <laughs> but today was the day I had to know what was an in beer. <laughs> and what is an out beer. And what is an out beer. But we're just drinking geeks. And we're not drinking. We're drink in, geek out. That's correct. I think I have the number for Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> we can fix this bullying problem we have going on here. <laughs> Alright, this beer is another one from the Nebraska Brewing Company. It's the last one from our box uh, Beer of the Month Club thing. Uh, according to their website, India, Nebraska India Pale Ale is a one West Coast inspired India Pale Ale. It is rich in flavor and abundant in citrus, pine, and floral or, aromatics. aromatics? created through a wonderful infusion of citra hops, completely refreshing with a medium mouthfeel, crisp bitterness, and a nearly balanced malt. Finishes dry with a head that creates an excellent lacing. Beautifully Nebraskan. Uh, the ABV is 6.9 and the IBUs are 72. In case you're wondering, it's got Two roll, two row malts, Munich and Midnight Wheat malt. Um, the hops are Warrior, Chinook, Citra, and mm-hmm. Centennial. There's our Citra hops. Yep. And it pairs well with food created with spice, curry, roasted meats, and BBQ. We've already had something from Nebraska, right? I think it's the Cardinal. Yeah. The Cardinal. Yeah, Cardinal Pale Ale. Yeah. Right. That Sweet. was uh, several episodes ago at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. Did you list out the IBUs? IBUs, yeah. 72. 72. Uh, yeah, it says right here. And I couldn't believe it on here, but if you have it as well, oh. <laughs> uh, I like this you can. Do you like the can? The can's pretty amazing. It kind of looks like India on there with, with the a little elephant. elephant. Yeah. Carrying barrels. Barrels. barrels uh, a beer. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I'm guessing too. <laughs> or it's, it's it's medicine, like the... Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. We had this discussion, didn't we? Like the same <laughs> Not on the show, but... <laughs> you have to be with us in real life to get our jokes. Aha, uh-huh, inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe eventually we should Facebook Live some part <laughs> tastings that we yeah. go to, and we can go and try some beers. Yeah, if you... right. um, that should be a punch in the mouth, I think, this beer. Oops, 6.9, 72 IBUs. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ratings on here, so I'm pretty excited that this beer has been around. It's no longer around. Oh! (laughs) No longer in production. According to Untapped, yeah. Stopped production October 2016. I don't even want it anymore. Well, they had one... Uh, up through 2010 and they retired that then they came out with this one 2011 to 2006 and retired it so maybe they're working on a new one ah okay we're just you know behind a little yeah right so I like the green green's my favorite color so yeah I'm gonna like this I do I really like the colors on this can and like the hops down here with the mm-hmm. wheat the, the wheat, star yeah. like it's that. very similar I believe the cardinal had the same thing mm-hmm. so it must be their symbol which is really cool yeah yeah it is cause it's on the Nebraska oh, yeah. portion right there Again, the barcode on the uh, can is shaped in the state of Nebraska. That's cool. (laughs) Oh, it tells you recommended temperature, 42 degrees. Hmm. I hope that's what your fridge was set up. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. (laughs) Well, visually, the beer, cloudy. It's very similar to the last one. Yeah, Yeah, it's very coppery. coppery. Typical. I think it looks like typical IPA. 
We have yeah. a head on top. Uh, yeah. It's not much of a head. It's kind of like a carbonated bubbly head. Nice little lace. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of caramely. Caramely. What kind of imperial Sweet. thing am I going to be drinking here? <laughs> you can smell the alcohol. Yeah, 6.9 is pretty high. Yeah. Like first, like first smell, it just mm -hmm. hits yeah, you. Yeah, you can smell it. I like it though. I can smell the orange. I believe. Yeah. There's some citrus hops in there. Citrus hops. Alright. Shall we sip? Hey, let's get our flavors on. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's one hell of a sip right there. <laughs> well, yours is super foamy because you've been shaking it. <laughs> I'm trying to unlock the aromas. <laughs> you unlock the, the head. <laughs> this uh, person right here kind of like uh, described <clears throat> this the best. It's bitter, and then it gets sweet, and then it finishes bitter. Mm, yeah, I can it definitely after does. one sip. Yeah. That's in my mouth for a while. Right here, tree bark, then molasses, then right back to the plant pesticide. <laughs> <laughs> one's like super smooth too yeah it doesn't i don't know what that 72 is for yeah i mean it's got a little bitterness at the end but overall it's pretty nice and creamy and a I mean, good flavor to it any more bitter than the last beer we had no mm -hmm. this is probably my favorite one out of the whole box yeah mm -hmm. this, is good. I, this is a better than the uh cardinal mm -hmm. yeah i believe i hated the cardinal i <laughs> wasn't a fan of the cardinal i don't remember liking it yeah it um, was i think it was one of those middle of the road. Yeah. That's kind of, all right. Seems to be a lot of people it. that agree with me. I mean, uh, Beer Advocate gave it 86. Very good. Uh, Bros didn't score it. There's no sample size for that. Uh, out of 606 ratings, it's a 3.82 average. Standard deviation is a 10%. So, I mean, they're all close to that, you know, 3.84 range. So yeah, yeah, I like it. It's kind of three point five nine uh, weighted average on rate beer, but overall it's a ninety three, and the style is ninety. So that's up there, out of a hundred. But there's only two hundred seventy seven ratings. It's unfortunate that they this is retired. Yeah, I just wonder if they're gonna improve the they formula, add They've something, be. a little less tree bark, <laughs> a little bit more sweetness. <laughs> right. I follow a glassware company on uh, on tap, gave it a 5 out of 5, said, Damn. hands down, one of the greatest IPAs, IPAs ever made. Get your hands on it if you can. Mm. It's pretty uh, debatable. Bold. Yeah, debatable. wonder how much they got paid to say <laughs> <laughs> they make all the glasses for the Nebraska the pro company? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I really like it. I don't know if it's the best ever, but mm. I wouldn't go that far. But it's, it's different. Solid. It's different than most IPAs yeah. that I've had with that that creaminess. It's got a little bit of a different taste to it. That more mm -hmm. citrus in it, which is a little bit nicer. It's a little more smooth than most IPAs. Yeah. The cream, the cream kind of lingers mm -hmm. on uh, the back end there. Yeah. Do we have any untapped ratings? Any good ones? I'm already partially checked in, so I don't want to go back because I already took a picture. 
Nobody's commenting. Did we say how many people rated on that? 72,000? 25,000 ratings? That was way off. <laughs> <laughs> 3.66 average. I can't find any comments I'm trying to get to the overall. Uh, I found like one that said very bitter with a medium grassiness crisp and semi-sweet. As far as IPA goes I don't know if this is very bitter. Probably a little bit more in the aftertaste. Yeah. That bitter will stick with you. That's where that 72 comes in. Probably. It's a nice balance enough with that sweet citrus. But when it comes to IPAs I'm pretty much expecting it to be right to have that kind of bitter flavor. Alright. And I made sure I got the slide ruler correct. <laughs> it's Stuck on there. Um, I checked mine in too. I'm in. Checked in. Good. Uh, I'll get it started again. Uh, I gave it a 375. Um, it's not the best IPA I've ever had. Uh, whenever you you list something as American IPA, it just kind of like defeats the purpose for me because uh, it's supposed to be a British <laughs> beer <laughs> being sent to India. Uh, but the alcohol by volume kind of helped. The 72 IBUs, I think that's a lie. Um, unless, you know, older can, but, you know, maybe yeah, maybe on tap it's a little better. June, oh, almost June a year old. Over a year old. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not going to hurt, but maybe right off the tap it's going to be a little bit more bitter. Um, so I feel like I'm a lot in range with, you know, how everyone else felt with it. So I... Three seventy five should be good. I give it a four. It was a very solid beer. I like the the citrus, the a little bit of malts I tasted in there. Not sure what kind of malts, but I uh, it was good. It was solid. I, I don't want to say it was the best IPA. Right. I was four. I went three point seven five. Wasn't too sold on it decent it was just a unique IPA mm-hmm. we'll put it that way it wasn't what I was expecting but uh, 3.75 yeah I gave it a 4 also I think it's unique enough to make me want to try it again and it kind of stands out from the crowd a little bit yeah it makes it just a more unique experience yeah maybe we can reach out to Nebraska to see if they well, are yeah, what they're doing with this they're beer making another, like revamping or something right. yeah because if they come out with a new one, I'm trying it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. We can save that one can we have. This <laughs> <laughs> one's only four years old. Pear contrast. <laughs> we got a can aged Nebraska India Paleo. <laughs> that aluminum seeps into the flavor after a <laughs> Oh, guess what, guys? You know what time it is? Dr. Strange it's not fed right into the board this time so hopefully it works it is now time for strange brew and this one's keith's turn to psych us out oh that is so it is it's not very old it has not been in my fridge for two years (laughs) (laughs) that's so they know spock's in here (laughs) how many squeaks spock how many squeaks would you give this beer? How many squeaks? It's very light. I'm excited. Looks like a beer. Yeah. Am I? Are you? Did you just give us Miller Lite? <laughs> Miller Lite. That's because it's so strange. It kind of smells like Miller Lite too. I don't know. Just kidding. Oh, I, just, I, I tried just, to get as much as the IPA out of that glass as I could. 
tried to wash oh, it really good. All over me. <laughs> 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 trying to do the the swirl trick, it just swirled right out of the cup. You're just trying to get some to your tit to see what that thing's. <laughs> Titty ratings. <laughs> I mean, swirling, I'm not really getting much of a smell either. I can't tell anything. It's odd. It's hard it to... It smells kind of like caramely. <sighs> Very light. Once you know what it is, you'll smell it. Or apple mm. Or once we plant grapefruit in pale mm. spice, you <laughs> know what it is. Somebody say it. Grapefruit. That smells like grapefruit. Yeah, I agree. I'm getting some fruitiness. Right, I'm also getting like a... Like a... Like a cream soda y type yeah, of taste. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I can get that now. Why don't you say that? Yep. Cream soda. Some honey. Maybe that's the pretzels. It might be. <laughs> 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 mm. Mm. It's familiar, but I can't put my finger on what it is. It's actually pretty good. It's real I just smooth. can't. I wouldn't point it yet. I want to say there's a little vanilla in there, but most of the time, whenever they have like vanilla flavors, they go overboard yeah. with the vanilla flavor. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's all the vanilla we have in our cupboard. Imitation, my ass. <laughs> Boom. I mean, it's not. It's an actual beer. It's not one of those. Correct. Uh, not Ciders your father's or, or mm-hmm. you know, or not your mama's, which they have out now. Yeah. So many. Oh, I almost bought that. Got a strawberry rhubarb one. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> That'd be strange. It almost tastes like watered down something. Watered down cream soda? Yeah. I'm getting like a blackberry. Blackberry? Taste. I'm going to say you're wrong about that. <laughs> hmm? Watch, it's like a blackberry beard. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Four years ago. <laughs> Blueberry lost its flavor. I, yeah, I. It might be like word association, but it's like, like a cream ale or a, like a cream soda, a little bit of honey. Like, I taste honey, caramel, and cream. I don't know how to combine those into something. Yeah. <laughs> it's unique. Any hints? <laughs> what the fuck kind of show is this? <laughs> There's no three lifelines on here. <laughs> Can I call on a friend? <laughs> I'll call one of them downstairs. They saw him pour. None of them were back. <laughs> they didn't even ask. It smells different than it tastes. Is say, I, I don't know if you want to finish it and then guess or just leave a little so maybe once yeah, I'm not going to drink so the whole know. thing. Yeah, I'll just take one more sip then. And then we can do final guesses. Butterscotch? I can't go to my mind palace. There's nothing there. You'll taste it once you know. Unique. Unique New York. Unique New York. <laughs> I'm reverting back to my uh, Anchorman quote episode. <laughs> oh no. I, where's my white towel? <laughs> I, I have no idea. You want the company? Yes. Yeah. New Belgium. Belgium. This is, a, on. this is like a month. Tire. This is a month old fat tar. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, some cream ale. I think you know now. So. I think I know now. It's one of those Ben and Jerry's ones. We're ready for the reveal. Yes. It's cookie dough. Cookie dough. Yeah. Cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> totally. 
This New Belgium's Ben and Jerry's chocolate chip cookie dough ale. I was trying to taste the chocolate in that last sip I took. You can get a little hint yeah. of the chocolate, but not un- enough. There's not much really on the yeah, can. Yeah, there's a cow and wearing a scarf. That's about it. Can. On the back end, I did, I'm now thinking chocolate. Initial. Yeah. Taste it. You think chocolate, you taste it. I just got it. Yeah, I, mean, I like the label. I like the cow. Mm-hmm. I like the a little steaming pile of cookie dough. Cookie dough. Cookie dough which is <laughs> and he's like in. licking his lips, like yeah, I want some. <laughs> he's wearing a ski hat and scarf. I mean, is this? Does anybody here eat Ben and Jerry's? Like, is this like label like match up with I don't their know. label? That it. That that is their logo, Ben and Jerry's. I know. Well, yeah, but what about the cow and the cookie? Oh, dough? the cow. I think the, the cow is part of. Um, <laughs> there is a cow, I think, on a Ben and Jerry's. I don't think that's the one, though. Yeah, I just, I'm so not that's sure. I don't, original, I don't make a, an effort in eating a pint of ice cream myself. Right. So I don't buy those little <laughs> things. Yeah, I, I space them out. I don't eat them all at one time. Yeah, so... I mean, I don't... It is a Blondale. It smells more like cookie dough now that you say it. Yeah. I'm kind of getting... It doesn't taste so much like cookie dough. It does dough. not taste like a cookie dough. As they call it a golden brown ale. Not nah, about that. It's golden. It just looks like a normal beer color. But with the chalk notes of chocolate. Yeah. Man, I mean, maybe they just didn't put the notes or whatever turns it dark. So, I can I can get the chocolate on the back end. So I was yeah. right thinking that it was an ice cream beer. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't like. Yeah. I had no idea that they yeah. did this, because yeah, it's a cream beer, vanilla, of course. Cookies and cream is made with vanilla ice cream yeah. plus Oreos or whatever cookie you want to throw in there. So It threw me off because you would think this would have been like a porter or a stout. Saf, good job. I guess what it was. <laughs> well, I had to give the, like, the hint, yeah. <laughs> the white towel is still on the table for me, though. I know we talked about it like the last podcast. Well, uh, yeah, I still have that. I remember they had another Ben and Jerry's out. At one oh, point, it, it was we were at Bird Boy and we were talking with Cat about it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's why I brought it up. I'm like, oh yeah, I still have that. I wouldn't be opposed <clears throat> to drinking it again, but I just I can't see myself grabbing it. There's not a lot of flavor to it. It just kind of tastes like an artificial cookie dough watered down. It's right. kind of one and done for me. Like, try it. Okay, I tried it. Yeah, I'm not gonna drink it again. Yeah, just. Don't. If it's at a party, maybe I'll grab them. You know, like if it's in a cooler and they're like, hey, just grab one. I'm like, oh, oh I yeah. yeah, I remember that. I've had that before. Because most of the time you get tired of like the normal selection that they have at parties, you know. They yeah. have their light beers and then they have like the Newcastles or they have the Line of Klugels or they have the Guinness. Yeah. And then fucking New Belgium, I'll take it anytime. I see Fat Tire. I don't even like Fat Tire that much, but I'll still mm-hmm. drink yeah, it. Yeah, there is pretty good. Some Change. like other beers. I like to switch it up, you know. Yeah. So, I would I would grab it. There's no way I'd ever pour this out though. No, it's a fun little gimmick beer. And it's one of those. Yeah, you gotta try once, yeah. and then if it's offered to you, yeah, of course. No, I'll try it. I like cookie dough. I mean, hell, if I have to buy a six pack to try it, I'm still I'll drink them. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't search. I wouldn't buy a six pack. But if I had a six pack, I wouldn't throw them away. Right. Yeah. No, I did buy a sampler pack. That's why I got this because I didn't want to buy a six pack of it. And I'm like, let yeah. me throw a few bucks more in to get less of that one and more some other right. ones. Right. Not a bad gig. Like the, uh, what's that other one I tried here? Or not here, but at your house. Uh, the salted caramel? The, no, 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 no. It's the no. citrus. It's a citra one. 
Citradelic. 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 Yeah. New Belgium. Yeah. That was part of the pack too, so I'm like, ooh, I like those. But yeah, I really want to try this cookie dough. Citradelic. Yeah. That was mentioned in my podcast too. I really, the, the I really like the Citradelic. Too. Awesome. Right. So, yeah, I if we're gonna make this formal, I'm not pouring. I'm keeping. I'd keep it in. Keep. Keep. Nothing wrong with that. No reason to pour it out, really. Ooh. Right. All right. So, yeah. Uh, that concludes this podcast. Uh, next week we have a lovely episode, something that's near and dear to all of our hearts, and that is the MCU movie list. Um, we are going to rank from, you know, top to bottom, top fourteen films because there's only fourteen uh, films at uh, this point noteworthy <laughs> at this point. Uh, you know, with Guardians two and Thor three coming out. We're just going to limit it to 14 films. Uh, so that means films like you, uh, Final, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four, and Daredevil, and all the Blades. Electra. Electra. Oh. Yeah, you're out of it. I wouldn't even. I just think of Electra. <laughs> that movie was anyway. so bad. Yeah. <laughs> right, so uh, please, please check it out. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to be so hype about it. Uh, I mean, we all love I fucking love the Marvel. I can't even stand DC half the time, but Marvel, I'll watch every single episode. So Throughout May is going to be Marvel themed. Marvel we're going to do, I'm going to do my light episode on Iron Fist, and then we're going to do our Guardians of the Galaxy review after that, so mm-hmm. it's going to be a fun month. Yes. Good, good. Also, uh, we brewed uh, beer, so please, uh, it's, uh, I'm not going to say what it is in here. There's going to be a podcast dedicated specifically to that. There was also a Facebook Live dedicated to us actually doing the brewing process. Um, I, we're not, we didn't say the name. We're just going to wait for the whole reveal. <laughs> You're going to see the promotion uh, on Facebook if you haven't already. So please check it out and, you know, uh, enjoy, you know, whatever you have to say about it. And, you know, go to the collaboration uh, check it out uh, so we'll give you information on how to check that out uh, when the time comes so please stay tuned uh, there's one other thing that I would like to point out is if you remember a few episodes back we had a April Fool's episode uh, where our significant others uh, decided to record an episode in our place uh, to fool everybody. Uh, they have since liked doing this. <laughs> they their own little spinoff and podcast. They, they made their own little spinoff podcast. What was the name of that? Confection Confession. Ooh. So they're uh, three... Deep. <laughs> uh, three gals, Allison, Kayla, and Sarah, uh, doing, you know, podcasty things with chocolates, sodas... sodas. Geeky stuff, just like we do. Yeah, basically anything sugar. (laughs) So please, 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 if you like our stuff, if you drop likes on our pages, if you follow us, you share whatever you do. Please check them out as well because they could also use the likes, the subscribes, and the checking out. (laughs) Yes, follow them at Confection Confession Podcast on Instagram. Sure, we'll have a Facebook eventually. Yeah, webpage coming soon. Yes. So. Keith, I think I'll take it away. All right. Yay. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check out our show notes and updates on DrinkInGeekOut.us. You can subscribe by clicking the links on our website or by searching DrinkInGeekOut on iTunes or Google Play Store. 
to suggest a beer for us to review, you can email us at drinkingeekout at gmail.com or tweet us using the hashtag drinkingeekout. And if you like the show, please rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Thanks for listening, and until next time, drink up and geek out.